the left. Are, are we going to talk about how you guys tried to watch it last night? Tried yeah. to watch uh, AEW. Yeah, that's kind of like what our thing is. Okay, cool, good. Well, and my I'm birthday, ready, ready we did a whole fucking open on Tolbert's birthday. It was We're actually do an open on my birthday. It was actually, Palmer's true. birthday. So, <laughs> okay, so I'm just forgotten about. Everybody's birthday. There's too many damn birthdays in May. They really are. Like, All right, in three. Oh, Jack oh we're going live. Alone, by the way, Everyone we're going live. Everyone. We're live, pal. Welcome to Two Dollar Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I am your host, Aaron Vardam. I'm trying to throw off my uh, cadence because Cookie is over here calling, <laughs> calling his spots and like. Welcome to Two Dollar Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. Exactly. My name. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he's giving me all this like exactly. like heat over here. What, what what's going on, Cookie? Why why? Oh man, you know you told me, so me that I can't. Too. I am. I'm shooting from the hip. Because he told me that I couldn't host ever again, and one of these days I'm gonna take that from you. I, I, one no, time, <laughs> you never, know. you never know when he's gonna have to take a shit, Cookie. Yeah, that's true. And, and last time I took a shit, it fell apart because I, I had left. The entire show fell apart. <laughs> Listen, we were. Never it was mind. two stone dudes <laughs> trying to talk about professional wrestling. You just called us on a bad day. It, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, oh God, that was uh, that was. My, the last two dollar studio that was at my apartment. Yes, the original. <laughs> the original to well the well. Has it been a year since you left that apartment? No, uh, right? no, no. I, so I bought the house in June, late June, mm-hmm. and uh, moved in in July, right after the sevens tournament. Oh, okay. That uh, yeah, I remember that now. Oh, uh, needless to say, well, I am joined by Cookie, uh, yep. T- Tolbert, yep, and uh, Big Mike. Woo! Big Mike's been watching He's golf all day and he is ultras. fucking pumped. I love me some competitive golf. Dude, let me tell you. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson. We're talking goats of goats. This is like Ric Flair and Tully Blanchard, Dusty like Rhodes. Oh my God. Dude, let me tell you. Battle of battles. Was there a butthole spot? There was zero butthole spots. All I <laughs> got to watch was Tom chair. Brady. I got to watch Tom Brady shank this ball into the fucking woods. And you know what? The goat is human you, when you take him out of his own ring. Do you want to tell him or do you, are you going to tell him? What? That's the work. No, I'm Don't not going to. I'm not. I don't no, want Aaron, to. Aaron, Aaron heard my whole work spot before last year. In case you've been listening for the last 60 episodes, well, you, you, know, you know that I was very upset about Aaron trying to schedule the podcast recording last year when they rescheduled the Masters to a Sunday morning open. Well, you know, we got it done. He watched it while we were doing our podcast, and it was a... Uh, I it just, was not a train wreck of epic proportions like last week's episode or, uh, you know... You know, this week's has, has been not a, not a train wreck so far, but we've got so I much to early. cover. Yeah, yeah. Tolbert showed up early. I was doing cookie. birthday things well. I literally, I felt so much pressure. So we, Why did you feel pressure? Because Aaron sends out like, hey, how's 7 o'clock work for everybody? I said, I said 7, 7.30 works for me. For me, yeah. normally, typically, that means I'll still be at your house at 7. Correct. Mm-hmm. But I may be late. Right. And what, 4.30, I texted you and I said, I'm going to be late, boys. And Aaron's like, how do you know? Well, I didn't know like if, if the like, event was I'm like, because I can, I can proactively I, yeah, I appreciate can t- can how long it. this match is going to take, this golfing match is going to take, and uh, 
I roll in at eight o'clock, but I felt so bad as soon as Tolbert texted he was waiting on your porch at seven o'clock. I'm like, mm. oh, it was more like six forty. <laughs> <laughs> you were here for nineteen minutes before Aaron, yeah, you texted. I was, I was drinking a beer. And I was he was watching. smoked out. Um, yeah. Bitey, Bitey, the cat, the one-eyed <laughs> feral that lives in my, around my house. Uh, no, you know that that one eye is just glaucoma. He, it, it, the, the cat's just got glaucoma. I was checking out the, the sights and the sounds of Sunset Park, taking it all in. They were having a concert like two blocks yeah. away from me. It was the, really across weird. the street. This mom was yelling at her kid for not putting away his skateboard and it was laying in the driveway. And, and did he say, eat my shorts? Yeah, argument ensued for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> it, was, it was entertaining. So, all right. So this week, um, we have been doing all sorts of stuff. It is Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we are recording this on Sunday. Last night was double or nothing. Earlier in the week, uh, Tolbert hasn't smoked anything. And then also, what, what, what were you going to say? Were you going to defend yourself? I've smoked a lot of things. I just haven't made any bongs. Why not, Tolbert? Uh, this I'm is a, your a, time. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, no. I'm going to shit on him during the social media update. So let's just go ahead and nix this all right, all right. part. I will, the- take, I will take this away. Tolbert, you're going to get a, a... Maybe he makes the shit list. Oh, he's so <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tolbert. Uh, also, this week was, was uh, Big Mike's birthday. It was. Woo, 31, baby. You can't shit on me too hard because I cooked him dinner. He, you know what? <laughs> was it a good dinner? Phenom- I mean, it's, it's Chris Tolbert. So, so a year, years ago at this point, right, we were in the mountains of Asheville, and uh, Chris Tolbert is just doing something with this mound of meat that we had bought for this group. And I have no idea what he's doing. And uh, at that, that was the day, though. I said, no matter what Chris Tolbert does, I will eat it. Yeah, it's good. It's and, always good. And he, and he, gr- he grilled this phenomenal thing. Anyway, long story short, my wife, I get home from my birthday. My wife, all week, has been like, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you want for what your was birthday? What that noise? <laughs> <laughs> and we will go in. We'll go in. <laughs> we kill. So she, <laughs> she had asked me what I want for my birthday. And I said, Amanda, all I want is dinner ready when I get home. (laughs) That's all I want. I don't give a shit what it is. I don't care. I don't care. All I want to do is like, I want to walk in, have a glass of wine, eat my dinner, hang out, go to bed. Because I, you know, I have to work. It's my birthday was on a Thursday this week. No big deal. But, um, I get home and my wife's like, we're going to eat at six. And I'm like, looking around. I'm like, okay, what, what are we eating? And she goes, Steak and potatoes, and at this point, I started freaking out because I'm like, she hasn't pulled the steak out. It's not resting. I don't see a single fucking potato in this house. And I, I like literally start getting like, I'm like, and she goes, I ordered it. I'm like, okay, still worried. I go, where did you order it from? And she goes, the Tolberts. And I said, all right, sweet, awesome. This is gonna be delicious. And and, and, and all all pressure was like alleviated right so but then chris shows up and now i am a purebred beef steak salt pepper guy right yeah. like you only put salt and pepper on a steak and a little bit of butter and butter yes yeah salt pepper fat and uh tober comes over he's sweating a little bit he gets to my house he's rushing very, looked like very he, sweaty he looked like he ran leads. down the street I was, I was looking at the timer i was like iron chef in it i'm like <laughs> Katie, time and like dice and stuff because I wanted everything to be hot yeah, upon yeah. delivery, so it has to be scheduled out accordingly. I was like, "Go, all right, let's do it." Chop, 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 slam, slam, slam. 
Bake, 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 whatever, whatever. And uh, I, I, uh, but I look at Chris. I'm like, he's sweating. But I look at he drove to my house, which is <laughs> less than a quarter mile. <laughs> and, I would say about an eighth of a mile. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I can you, see you know, covered in those eighths. <laughs> he just loves those eighths. But um, so I get it, and it's a steak, it's a potato, and it was some, it was another veg, well, green beans, green beans. That was yes. it. And um, <laughs> and dude. Best baked potato I've had in forever because I, I cheap out and I use microwaves or Instapots for my baked potatoes. But Tolbert clearly had wrapped this potato, or not wrapped, but coated it in, in oil and oh, salted it. Was, it, and, it was wrapped, buddy. It baked oh for two my hours. God, it was phenomenal. Oh my God. It was twice it was phenomenal. It was thrice baked. But, but I had an existential crisis. So Tolbert gives me this this steak with a uh, a drizzle or a, a something cream to pour sauce. cream sauce to and pour over top of it. of sorts if you will I have but, a French background when it and I, I had cooking. I had to fall back and Amanda's like uh, Chris says you pour this cream sauce on my steak and Amanda knows I'm just salt pepper butter guy right and I'm like well I said a long time ago if Tolbert makes it I will eat it so I poured that steak or the sauce and it was fucking phenomenal do you have a little Dijon in there there is a little yeah, it's a Dijon oh, God. it's a Dijon pepper cream sauce it's kind of a hybrid best, sauce. Hey, best sorts, part, but go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, it's it's just like it's it's very like a French thing. And I, hey, dude, I learned this working in a French restaurant. My favorite thing though, my wife did not finish her steak that night. Those are big ass. So so I too. I chop that steak up. I make myself like a little burrito omelet. Hell yeah. Guess what I do? I pour that that sauce. All, it was, oh, it was so delicious. good. Anyway, Chris Tolbert, he doesn't have a catering company yet, but I hope he opens one soon. We're thinking about it. This motherfucker can cook. We just, anybody Did, have uh, Mike, any commercial I, kids in space? Let me know. Uh, last <laughs> week, we, we, we briefly touched on it. Some of these uh, points in your story were deeply troubling. Have, have you been looking for a therapist yet? Or are you? <laughs> no, no. Aaron, Aaron, two things. One, I'm from the Midwest. And two, I'm a fucking Polak. So what I do is I I take all the the feelings that I have and I lock them deep down inside, and I I, I, I key it and I chain it and I swallow it really deep and just let it sink in there, kind of like um the hole in in Varnum Town. That's right, the Archie hole. Yeah, the, the Archie, Archie hole. hole. So, so I take I take my feelings and I shove them down into the Archie hole. And you just put those feelings. You just put cinder and, blocks on yeah, their feet. Yeah, exactly. And, just and, drop and, them. and honestly, and what happens then is is. You know, I'm fine until I'm not. <laughs> and I haven't reached that point. Have Actually, we done wait. a study to see if uh, the Midwest has proportionally more mass shooters than no, uh, any well, other? It's, it's not so much a mass shooter. It's just like, it's like kind of a, like a steam pot. You have to let out a little pressure occasionally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, actually, it happened today because I was watching the boys and I stepped on a Lego and the pressure came out. Boy, let me tell you, I, I just let out a really quick, sharp... MFR, kind of like Joey Janela last night at Double right. or Nothing. Right. After he took that bump. And uh and it and I'm like, oh God, I, I really shouldn't swear around the boys, but I really needed that. I felt it was cathartic. I felt really good about letting out that MFR when I stepped on that Lego. Um so you know, all things are good. I, I'm thirty one. I don't have any um I'm not, I'm not too worried about my life and now, all this sort of stuff. Now, Mike, you also tweeted earlier this week that there was going to be a sequel to Two Dollar Bake. That was a thing of last oh, year. Are we, are we going to dive into the, the key you, lime pie? I didn't want to do it, but you fucking teased it. Welcome to Two Dollar Bake, a baking segment of a pro wrestling podcast. Here this we week, we dove into key lime pie desserts, my <laughs> friends. We've been taking a lot of uh, efforts and. Looking at bread, but this Jesus week, Christ. this week we did desserts, and I did a key lime pie. I made two. 
Um, they were good. I tasted. I I made a. It I was did a little more than taste. It was a graham cracker. Did you smoke it? I was in the corner fucking <laughs> fucking a slice of pie. It? Hey man, I knew it was good. I didn't know it was that that's, good. That's why I missed the stampede match. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the the key. Hey to Katie, the, come over here. The key tastes the, like lime. The key to the key lime pie is a graham cracker crust. What a lot of people don't do is they don't add salt to the crust. I no, did. Yeah. Made it extra special. Condensed milk, zesting the limes, and adding that into the whole bit uh all in all i was very happy with the way they came out i i made my own my own whipped cream piping that without a piping bag a little difficult um but all in all came all right, out so well. this week's episode is now going to be called cream because mike has said cream probably creme de la creme. seven times at least seven times Amen. in this opening segment it's get a baking segment. Dollar, dollar bill. Get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Do you know that song? Are you familiar I, with that? Is that, is that before that your song? time, cooking? Me? No, it's not, man. And one Wu-Tang. more thing. <laughs> Wu-Tang forever. <laughs> Wu-Tang. To close out the tie-up this week, Cookie, you texted me last night that you have popped another bubble. Let's hear I did. what you did in life that uh, made it so special this week. Well, listen, it wasn't the, the first time that I got on the boat, but this was the second. Because uh, you can't swim. Because I, I, I can't swim. And I, <laughs> I am afraid of water. But I'm, I'm trying to get over that fear. So I got on the boat. We went to an island. It was near Mason Barrel, not too far off the inlet. Um, and it was just, it was a lot of fun, man. Was it Got crazy the out water. there? It was, it was There's going to be a, a, a specific strand of COVID that comes from Mason Island. There's going to be Mason Burrow COVID oh, yeah. after this weekend. Now, Cookie, you posted a picture of it yesterday on your Instagram. No, no, your girlfriend, Diane, uh, yes. posted a picture of it on Instagram. The one thing that I saw on the picture that was suspiciously absent was a life vest was a life vest why weren't you wearing as somebody who cannot swim as somebody that is terrified of water why were you not wearing a life vest I have a lot of faith in my friends and I hope that they save me that's what uh, what can I just say I I, I saw an ad uh, like 85 deaths last year in North Carolina two thirds of those people were good swimmers cookie Really? Yeah, and you're in the one third. I, I, I guess am. Cookie has uh, strong faith in his ability to float. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I got a lot of adiposity. <laughs> no, I'll float. I'll float. <laughs> I'm, it's salt water, so hey, you know, I'm a little bit more buoyant. To, to be fair, my my whole goal, I'm fat, and I just take a deep breath. I can float. So like that's my whole thing. It's like as long as I can get up for one deep breath, I can bob for like thirty to forty five seconds. Well, exactly. all four of us are of similar stature. I think that we all can similar do it. I'm six foot four, three hundred fucking pounds. I'm not I'm way bigger than you. I'm yeah, way fatter than you. A cookie? I'm five ten. And how much? What? Oh, oh, oh. What's two, your quarantine weight, Cook? 250. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> 250. I'm not even going to lie anymore. There's no point lying anymore. Why, why the fuck did you lie last and Aaron, year? And, and, I, as, I, I, as, I was 235 last year. As Aaron puts the scale away, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. Well, Cookie. <laughs> All right, well, that, I'm... You know what? That sounds like I an honest lie. answer. I'm lie. sitting at a beefy 240 right now. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... I'm because the wise, <laughs> yeah, Aaron, Aaron's, Aaron's the only one who's lost weight. <laughs> I know you've lost weight. It's because his anxiety's not letting him eat. He's not around no, anybody else. That's the thing. My is. anxiety is no longer like such an issue. My anxiety has been okay this this past like quarantine. Yeah, Aaron has has been the 
I'd say the happiest. I've I know. Seen you. Oh. It has been like an actually good this. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, great I've dinners at your brother's. And I have enjoyed uh, quarantine life. It's been like a, a time my, of my like, wife has too. A lot of people I know have. Like, like <laughs> I've caught up on movies. I've caught up on stuff. I started the master's program, which I got my first uh, assignment grade in. back. I got a 95. Ooh, there you go. On my there first paper, go. I thought that it was pretty good. She said, you are a very good writer. And I said, you goddamn right I am. <laughs> what do you think I was? <laughs> I have a goddamn wrestling podcast. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. I write with my mouth. Yeah, it all started as a young child when uh, I turned on the TV and saw Razor Ramon one day. And, you know. <laughs> I did. It was. It was Razor and one, two, three, kid. All right. Let's talk about wrestling. Big Mike, uh, Mike, I gave you something. You were talking a lot of shit about Hulk Hogan in our WhatsApp this week. Our, our group What's chat. I? Yeah, you talked yeah. a lot of shit about Hulk Hogan this week. Fuck this Hogan. week, not last week. Too. I think I did. Well, that's why I picked the match that I picked. Yeah, no, but no, you it, hadn't picked this. Anyway, go on. All right, so you had Hulk Hogan against the magnificent Don Morocco. All right, Hulk Hogan versus Don Morocco cage match. June 21st, 1985. Let me go ahead and start off that the link that Aaron provides is is not a... I loved it. It is not a... uh, I love it too. I love it. It is not a direct link to the 1985 match. It is a link to a early 2000s uh, broadcast of the 1985 match. It's it, somebody recorded it straight off the MSG network, so right? So MSG network, Madison Square Garden network, and, then, and they make it a point to um, broadcast famous matches that happen at Madison Square Gardens. So, you know, right away, we'll get into this later, but I love, I loved it almost because, yeah. like, you're watching ads. Well, like, and normally on a YouTube, like, you're just like, oh, motherfucker, another ad. And this is, I'm like, I'm I'm going to watch this at you, Harmony ad. Yeah, from 2000. Yeah, I'm just like kind of intrigued by this thing. But anyway, let me start off. Boys, these promos were hyped. The Morocco guy. What is it? What is his story, Aaron? What? Is, tell me. I'll tell you what it is, Aaron. This man is a workings man, man. He was born in Venice. He's from Venice Beach, but he moved to Brooklyn, I'm assuming, because yeah. he's a hard-ass motherfucker in New York City. This guy says he's going to fight cabs. He's going to do anything he can. He's going to get to Hulk Hogan in Madison Square Garden, and he's going to show that pretty Hollywood guy, that movie star, whatever it is. He said, I'm going to beat that ass because I'm a working man. I'm blue collar. Hulk Hogan, you don't know what you're talking about anymore. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're about. I know what I'm about. And he's going to beat Hulk Hogan's ass. I don't need no Cindy Lauper. I don't need no Mr. T. It's just another day in the office for me, brother. And dude, after I heard that, I was pretty fucking hyped. And then Hulk Hogan comes in. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, go you ahead. completely no-sold. Mr. Fuji. Oh, no, by the way, Mr. <laughs> Fuji. Mr. Fuji. He was like, um, what's, what was the Bond villain? What was that? The Bond villain? Oh, 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 through I, the hat. Odd job. Odd job. Odd job. <laughs> That's what, I'm just like, this odd job, motherfucker. <laughs> wait, as soon as he said, you're going to be trapped like Little Bear, <laughs> I lost it. Like Little Bear. Little Bear. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. 
All right, so tell me about Hogan's promo. Hogan's promo, a little hype too. Hogan comes in, he tells you, he's like, I'm not worried about you. It doesn't matter what they're saying, brother. It's all about the belt. It's all about the WWE title belt it's all about <laughs> this i'm i'm gonna be a champion brother let me tell you it's not about the vitamins it's not about all of this sort of thing it's all about what this means and normally i wouldn't do this sort of thing normally the hulkamaniac he's not gonna get in the cage match he's gonna do a regular wrestling match but because it means so much and you've talked so much trash hulk hogan's gonna come in there and he's gonna beat your ass brother because i'm the goddamn hulkamaniac and i'm gonna do what i gotta do to secure this belt tobert you're dying all right for the strong style with cookie all right so so after these two Bro, phenomenal I gotta, promos I gotta, I gotta say these promos like i was lit and and this is... This I think is, you're lit now. <laughs> <laughs> I've like been you. imbibing a little bit because I was watching hashtag the match. Oh, that's right. And, that's right. Um, but let me tell you, like, so this is why I love wrestling. Okay. I have no idea who this Don Morocco guy is. Right. I obviously know who Hulk Hogan is. I have preconceived notions on who Hulk Hogan is. I have biases. I don't like Hulk Hogan right. for the most part because I know what he's done in the business. And I am too. I, I think all four I of us are like that. Yeah, this year so, like Hulk Hogan. But this, like, this video is perfect because you give them 45 seconds to like a minute and a half. And I'm fucking bought in. Like this Don Morocco guy, he's... I've never heard of, I've never seen anything from this guy in my life, but he's fucking yacked and he's got this like downtrodden, normal dude kind of thing. He's fighting the Goliath of the world and I'm all about this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sold and, and Hulk Hogan comes in and granted he has this like weird, like stupid He's, he was, we he's wearing his bandana halfway across his eye like some Rambo shit. That's, that's what he said. He was training with Rambo. He was doing well, bumps mean, with Rambo. Mean Gene said that, but either way, I'm just like... And, and as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, well, this sucks. But then Hulk Hogan like actually like makes me buy into whatever it is about, they're about to do. Could you see that Hogan, how Hogan was such a meteoric rise in the 80s? Because oh, my God, dude. Like, So we talked uh, last week. I was like, the Stone Cold Pop and the Goldberg Pop were like... They were just so over. Right. And I I'd, I'd never actually like heard the crowd in a Hogan match. Dude, as soon as his music hits, it's electric. Like crowd is going wild. And it is. It's a it's a steel cage match. Madison Square Garden. And um The height of Hulkamania. Yeah, yeah. Like nineteen eighty five. Yeah. Like This is the height. I um I was bought in in three minutes. Okay. And, uh, you know, overall, the match delivered, uh, you know, they start, they start doing regular wrestling moves. Like, they're both big motherfuckers. Like, yeah. This Morocco guy, like, is he ripped. He is massive. Clearly yeah, done steroids. Like, he's got, like, the vascular, like, collarbone to his bicep kind of thing going on. And, uh, and, and then Hulk Hogan's, like, 6'7", whatever he is. And they're just, they're doing wrestling stuff. The one thing I really liked though was um, Don Morocco's like double-handed chop. Yeah, like, yeah, Hogan, yeah. Hulk, yeah. So Hogan was fighting from his knees a couple times, and he did his classic like Hulk up. But one of Don Morocco's moves was like a double-handed like chop onto the traps of Hogan, like into the neck, which I really liked. Um, so can I give you just ahead. one little thing about Don Morocco? And he is kind of like a low-key 
I he's one of my favorites for some reason. Like the way he does his promo, it just comes from the heart. You can tell this guy's not rehearsing his shit, and he's just this kind of like blue collar badass. He's an asshole. There is this famous squash match of Don Morocco in the middle of the ring beating the fucking shit out of some jobber, right? Yeah. While eating a hero sandwich. Perfect. Just like <laughs> between punches, he'd walk over to the corner and he'd take a sip from a cup that he put on well, the ring post like, and like eat a bite of the sandwich and go back chewing while punching And that's why I kind of don't know why they hailed him out of Venice Beach. Like, I get it because he was like jacked, like literally ripped. But like hail this dude out of Brooklyn. Hail him out of like like the slums of New York. Like he's literally Perfect. just this yeah. Like cigarette in his mouth, going to work, just doing what he's gotta do. Um, but it starts I mean, it's it's any kind of typical eighties match, especially with big guys. Like there's no big moves. They're just like kind of doing their shit. Um and it kind of goes back and forth. But then we get to some commercials. And let me tell you. <laughs> I I love this. Because it was like an Inception style link, right? I was, I was really curious. I, I wanted to, because um, at one point the commercials are playing and the scores of the MLB yeah, and the NHL were like going through the bottom, and I'm like, I kind of want to Google uh, what, like, what day this actually aired because we could I, probably find it. I would guess based on one, we had an eHarmony match or eHarmony. Um, advertisement so you know it's like tech but we also had a verizon dsl mm-hmm. advertising oh. like, like like commercial come in and so you're like they're bitching about their broadband um download speed upload speed and so you know like this is clearly probably 2001 or 2002 i i, I venture to say 2006 like no. when i would say that late because i think no we got a my family got a 56k modem in Youngstown, Ohio, in 2003. Okay, this is DSL. This is quicker than that. Yeah, but like it's the same. It's the, they were talking about dial-up yeah, versus DSL. True. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. So like it's, but like I also want to like you know props to eHarmony. I did not realize they were in the game. You know we talked. They were about, one of the first ones in, in my business classes. We're talking about first to market. We as a podcast clearly not first to market a lot there are a lot of content creators when it comes to wrestling podcasts really especially shitty wrestling podcasts so we were not there but eHarmony clearly on the cutting edge of matchmaking um, you know on the internet so Aaron check out eHarmony uh, that, that one's a little expensive and I think that that guy's like really super like Christian conservative and I don't know yeah. I, I want a girl that's a little freaky yeah. That first nut. <laughs> and Mike, we might not have been the first to the market, but we're the beefiest. <laughs> we're the thickest we're on the, the market. I would, I would like we're the think. best procured group there can be. We've got varying mindsets and appreciations for wrestling, and Aaron is looking at me, and he's so upset. No, I'm, I'm not oh, upset you're at all. giving me the eye. No, no, I was about to say, I, I think that we're the highest. Hottest, as really? high, highest, highest, highest. Yeah, oh, yeah ju- highest. just by the, no. that that group. That, 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 the couch. Yeah, that's probably. I'm the over high. here on this wooden chair. Yeah, I'm, got, I'm, you I'm got the love the... seat to yourself. That's right. And these two, <laughs> the out of this world. <laughs> the anyway, 
My, my other favorite commercial, the Meadowlands Racetrack. Like, I didn't see that. Did yeah, I yeah. Past that one? So like, you clearly know that this is like a pure New York broadcast. Yeah, yeah. They're talking about the race. Like literally, it was it was really in depth. It was probably the longest commercial they was it had. A dog race or a, no? Uh, a, they were talking about the horses. The horses had different personalities. It's uh, uh, it's yeah. really interesting. Um, anyway. <laughs> Back to the match. Okay. All right. So classic, you know, cut all this sort of shit. But we got a ramrod spot. Yeah. For what's the first thing you think of when you hear ramrod? Uh, Super troopers. Thank you. Right. And so I hear a ramrod and I start giggling. But we got a ramrod spot. Hogan throws Morocco into the the cage, and at this point you know like oh this is this is where he gets color, and. uh as Mean Gene, because we got Mean Gene on the mic and Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, it was a weird combination. 1985, man. Shit happens. And we get this um, spot, and then I think it was Mean Gene goes, he's hemorrhaging profusely. Talk about visuals. Two words. You know exactly what's happening. Yeah. Dean Morocco, or Don, Don Morocco. Dean. Dean Malenko, <laughs> Don Morocco. <laughs> anyway, Don? this guy is bleeding down his face. Um... And uh, and so you, so they're they're clearly adding to this. So WWE hasn't got to the point where they're like, oh, we don't like color. Uh, no, and this and, was aired on television after the fact as well. So oh, yeah, yeah, like cl- years. Clearly. And um, so he's hemorrhaging profusely. They do some more like '80s wrestling shtick. Um, at the next big spot, which I normally don't like a slingshot because it it just looks fake. Like you're not you're not that that doesn't make sense. But watching a guy who's probably six foot two, two hundred eighty pounds, slingshot a guy who's six foot seven, three hundred ten pounds. I'm just guessing on this. Into the cage, amazing. Yes. And so we get a sl- uh, Morocco slingshots Hogan into the cage, to which Hogan starts bleeding profusely. Very profusely. And I've been the one that was drinking. That's right. And uh, so after that, we get a little more eighty style wrestling. Dean. Don, damn it. <laughs> I keep saying Malinka. Anyway, um, he gets up to the corner post. This, this is where it gets a little weird. And this is um, made me uncomfortable. So like much like last week's um, Bubba Ray dropping the other F word. Right. I got uncomfortable at the next spot. So they're, they're up on the corner of the cage. They're biting each other's faces. Yeah, it was weird. They are rubbing each other's bloody heads up against each other. And the whole time it was like, oh. It was gross. It, At the height of the AIDS pandemic. like that. Was I, well, like, I don't think that was height of the AIDS. That was like beginning of the AIDS pandemic. Oh, well. So Re- Reagan Reagan like really like brought the AIDS pandemic to the forefront. And right. that was like the beginning of Reagan. But I was just looking back. I mean, 35 years later, I'm just like, oh, oh God. Oh, it's just like uncomfortable. But it was a spot and it was interesting. So I thought I'd bring it up. Um, does, does rubbing bloody heads together make you guys uncomfortable it was a little yeah, yeah it was gross absolutely. yeah yeah <laughs> no matter what the error i was gonna say yeah, no yeah. matter what the error um anyway long story short hulk hogan actually hits um dawn morocco with a giant boot yeah he which slings him back into the ropes and get we get a hangman spot i yeah, really like awesome this. Yeah, i, I really like this yeah yeah because normally your hangman spots like the guy's like running he's about to fall out of the cage and then he grabs a rope and like twists up into it so hangman spots when the ropes are like 
suffocating you and you twist up in them and you can't get them off. And so we get this awesome hangman spot out of the Stone Cold, or not Stone Cold, God damn it, Hulk Hogan boot. <laughs> and, uh, sorry. And uh, I ultimately enjoyed that and the ending as always, which I don't like with WWE cage matches is Hulk oh, Hogan. Oh, escape the cage. He gets yeah. out the door and touches his feet on the floor. It's kind of silly, but... Um, it was, a, it was a fair match. Yeah, it was fun. Like it was, it was interesting. You know, I I said a couple weeks ago I like eighties wrestling, eighties big man wrestling, and so I appreciate it. And and I really appreciated the promos prior to the match to get me to buy. If you would have just sent me a link to the dry cut match, no, you would no, no, no I would have fucking been pissed. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, just watching these you know guys pop some blood vessels in their head, it was pretty nice. All right, good. Now let's talk about social media. Let's let's finish up your segment. Social media, Twitter. 292 followers we've yeah it was hard it was hard to find the one so again we we follow a bunch of random things so like i i just get really bored scrolling through i think i might have found it but i also haven't had time to like (laughs) actually do any kind of work and proactively shit on this person so to be determined um instagram 126 followers tolbert best post of the week the bret hart so Tolbert over here <laughs> right. thinking, thinking that he's going to get to open the bar and the Roy Cooper, the governor of North Carolina, is like, fuck you, bars. And and Bret Hart's just sitting there staring aimlessly out in the world, just confused and dazed. And That's how I felt. What, what, was, the, what was the caption? It was something along the lines of... Yeah. We got swerved. <laughs> it was like, Tolbert's writing WCW in the air. <laughs> yeah, Essentially, it was Tolbert going like, this is... Like how I felt after hearing the bars weren't going to open this yeah. week. It's all right. Did yeah. you? you yeah, thank God Cooper wasn't here. He would have spit in his face in the shower. Yeah. And I touched him. I grew up him out. with like and the my Undertaker. Would, Undertaker would have walked up to him and be like, "You deserve that, Cooper." <laughs> I, uh, I grew up with my mother like bad mouthing Roy Cooper because she's a teacher. Yeah, he's done not good things for teachers in right. the past. So I'm a little biased, but still, it was uh, we got swerved, man. We got swerved. So right. other than us getting swerved on Instagram, the one thing we haven't got on Instagram is a fucking bong, Tolbert. Man, I've we tried. have shouted out. I knew, I knew we Mike have was gonna shit called on me. to action. We have done everything we can. This guy on Twitter, everything a bong. The man's a genius. Shout out to everything <laughs> a bong. This man has been tweeted by celebrities. He has grown 500 plus followers in a fucking week. And I'm over here clawing and scratching to get six fucking followers. And Tobert over here hasn't bonged a fucking thing. It's it's not as easy as it sounds, Michael. No, no, it's very <laughs> easy. Uh, Tober, all we're asking you to do is smoke fucking weed. And I, and drill two holes in something. I don't have anything to drill holes into. All right. I will, I will say, I went to Salvation Army and took the advice of Mr. Bung, and, or everything's Bung. Mr. Bung? We'll both. Every, both. Same thing. See, the psychology in this match, this matchup between Mr. Bung and I, he's got the upper hand at the moment. He's He's got his offense. He's clamoring. Now, this is a squash match between Mr. Bung and Tolbert right now. No. He's no. eating a sandwich, and you're getting your ass pinned. I did tell Tolbert I gave him, the, I gave him a little pep talk uh, the other night. He's like, Friday, Friday night. I'm like, dude, you got two days. We just night. need some was, content. This was last night. And, and last night. I was there last I, night. I said, we need some content. But like, Chris, like on social media, you can't compare yourself to other people because you're comparing your everyday to their amazingness. Yeah. So you're, you're seeing everything that he's done well. That's something that you learn in therapy. But, <laughs> but the problem is Chris hasn't posted anything or done anything. 
I was so proud of my my gift this week of uh, Dusty Rhodes missing a free throw and saying anytime we try to gain traction on the wrestling community, we're just a fat dude missing a free throw. We're just, that's that's all it is. And this week, in itself, was completely epitomized by. Dusty Rhodes missing that free throw. Because Tolbert, we had an opportunity. Mr. Bong, he continues to follow us. He can continues to interact with us. I posted my key lime pie pictures. He said, "You gonna smoke out of that?" <laughs> and I said, "And I said we already did the pastry bong sleeve thing, and you kind of yelled at us, so we know we're not. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we get some content, and we've got fucking." Zero. I do like Mr. He's such, such a such nice a guy. guy. I hope he continues to listen to our podcast after Tobert shits the bed. <laughs> you got another uh, week, Tobert, and now I'm taking over. Oh, it's yeah. good. Yeah. See y'all make player some two has entered the <laughs> room. See y'all, yeah, you make you make some bongs out of some things. I did. I would love I to. Did. I mean, I'll, I'll do a something. beer bong out of something, but it's a lot harder to beer bong than it is to fucking smoke weed out of something. So, I, would, would I just do we just go ahead and call this the shit list? Well, that, guys, with the uh, climate of the wrestling community this week, I felt it inappropriate to create a shit list. Okay, based on bullying and belittling people on the internet. So okay, so this will that. be the shit list. Okay, there so, you go. So I'm, that, that is very I, admirable. I will not bully and belittle people on the internet. I'm going to bully and belittle <laughs> the man in front of me. I'm going to yeah. tell you everything I think to you about your face and all this other shit. You suck at bonging and you suck at smoking weed, Tolbert. No, untrue. <laughs> that is untrue. I'm, I'm a rolling guy. We should have a roll-off. I will outroll. His name's not everything rolls. Challenger. It's everything's a bong, yeah. Tolbert. I'm, I'm a joint guy. I'm a split guy. I'm a, I'm a blunt man. All right. Uh, Everything's not a blunt. Everything's a bong, Tolbert. <laughs> Tolbert, you definitely made big mics. Shit, Shit list. Yeah. I got some bongs coming. Okay. I, I have to go to the storage building, though. What storage building? I have a fucking storage building with all this shit in it. Well, then to go, go to it. Yeah, but I do the Robert Root. <laughs> Mr. Bo Everything's a bong. Did a day learner. You, could do, you got a Robert Root action figure. Yeah, but I didn't want to. I offered a fucking rude. rubber ducky. I offered one of my sons rubber duckies because it would it would create <laughs> this like flow of content. We did the rubber ducky ad read. We could do I, a I rubber ducky bong. Rubber ducky this weekend. Yeah, next week I do task you to make a, another ad read. We have we we've been out of Dude, ad reads. For I need a bit. I need something to inspire me. Uh, I, we'll 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 find something. All right, for these. Wait, you're not my boss. <laughs> you don't <laughs> dictate to me. <laughs> This is my gimmick. Cut his feed. I do what I want. Cut, Cut his, his mic. Cut his mic. Cut my feed. Cut his mic. <laughs> For the strong style, Cookie has Ultimo Dragon against the great. Now, in WWF, he was the great Sasuke. Yeah. And in Japan, it's Sasuke. Like, Sasuke. That, like, you would take the U out of it. It's kind of like how Shinsuke looks like. Shinsuke. Yeah. It, it, it's a, and, and that's something that I've learned from watching a lot of Japanese matches. All right, Cookie, yes. there you go. The great Sasuke. Sasuke. We'll Sasuke. say Sasuke. Okay. Did you ever watch Naruto? I did not. No, no. Oh, okay. That's my nerd coming out. Sorry. That's, yeah, that's yeah. That's how yeah. I knew I was named from else. Anyway, this is from... Uh, NJPW? NJPW. NJPW. And they got two icons. They put them together and they uh, rehashed out a, 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 feud, a former feud, correct? Correct, yeah. Between the two. Um, so there's no commentary. So I have no clue what's going on. What? You wouldn't have had a clue anyway. It was in Japanese. I, 
I like hearing stuff. No, in the I'm sure he's fluent in it at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been listening to it for. He likes to hear the voice in sixty episodes. episodes. You know how they say power bomb. <laughs> and brain, uh, brain buster. Brain buster. Brain buster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that one. <laughs> and uh, and a uh, Moxley's finisher was it? Uh, oh, death rider. <laughs> <laughs> Trapped like little bear. Yeah, like a like a little bear. Little bear. <laughs> So for all I know, this match is taking place in a Japanese basement somewhere. So okay. I have no clue where I don't have. I don't see NJPW anywhere. I don't see the, the dragon that you know, normally see. I have no clue what's going on. But I know for one thing, it's high impact from the jump. Dragon is politely, maybe with intentions to deceive, but nonetheless, he's holding the ropes open for Sasuke to enter, only for Sasuke to start throwing fucking bows and take the match outside. And that's where we'll start. Immediately. Immediately. So cookies, immediately. Oh, is this Cookie's top four? Yes, cookie's top four, number one. Well, it's eight minutes into the match, and I don't have much written down yet. And in my head, I'm thinking, Aaron gave me a match without any commentary. This is probably going to be hot garbage. Next thing I know, Sasuke is motionless in the middle of the <laughs> ring. And I have to go back, and holy fuck, Ultimo Dragon is working the arm with the hammerlock. And then he tries to roll him up for a pin, and Sasuke does not tuck his neck. And for about five seconds, Ultimo Dragon's looking at the ref going, I have no clue what to do right now. Knocked the fuck out. Knocked out, motionless, starfished in the middle of the ring. I've had a concussion before, boys. Oh, we, you've we, had multiple. Yes. Some of them undocumented and undetected. Sasuke has no clue where the fuck he is. No. Uh, he started looking around, and I've just, I, I was just like, I know what that looks like. I've been there before. And he keeps going. I was like, Cookie, can you appreciate his ability to finish the match? I he he. So I've 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 had I mean, we've all had concussions, but oh, like multiple. I've, I've never been knocked out, but yeah, I've had a major either. one, and I've like been dazed enough to know like this 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 isn't good. Yeah, and so like, how, like can you? Not I that we want to glorify it. it no, but like, can you no, appreciate no. that he was just like I, I, able to uh, able to like get his awareness and like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do all this other shit. My coach yeah. had to physically grab me and pull me off the field. That was because you go into like an autopilot well, that, mode. That was you like uh, our scrum half. The one time he got a concussion in Chapel Hill. Yeah, I remember that. He, yeah, he he played like three more minutes and then just slowly sauntered and wandered off the field. Yeah, and he's like. He's like, because they were calling him to like come over, and he's like, "Oh, Lord, no, no. So it's it's impressive. It's he went and wrestled for fifteen more minutes. Yes, and did and did spots. It's high insane. Spots. It's insane. I have no clue how he I, did it. I can tell you, he felt like shit after. Oh, I'm oh, god, sure. yeah. I, I played a rugby match after getting a concussion, and I like I had like one of the most amazing plays of my life. But afterwards, I felt completely terrible. I vomited everything I had. Yeah. I had the worst headache I, I could think of for two days. It was worse. Yeah. It was terrible. When he got up from being starfish, he looked around and I was like, he has no clue where he's at. And he snapped back into it. Like after Ultimate Dragon tried to like pick him up. Um but the the guy the guy smacking the mat right beside the head of the concussed person he was the one who's made my shit list. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing that? Well, I don't think he really knew <laughs> Dishonorable. Am I getting worked? Am I getting worked? I'm just gonna hit the button and hit the mat. Go for a second. All right, number two. Have you ever seen someone suplex a man through a line of folding chairs? Well, if you answer no, then you should watch my match because you guessed it. The concussed man goes through the third, fourth, and fifth row of chairs. <laughs> And also, his young lions just keep yelling his name to revive him. Like the man, it does not know where he's at. It's like and, in Final Fantasy, they keep throwing the phoenix down at him, and he's like, "Oh, I'm still alive. I'm not dead. I'm not dead yet." 
<laughs> they said it like five times and then plus there's no commentary so i'm just like giggling away just hearing sasuke sasuke here boy <laughs> sasuke <laughs> he's just like Where, who's calling my name right now number three have you ever seen, oh wait hold on that was that was number oh three. my god oh uh, no sorry number two <laughs> no Number three. Number three. Number three. Number three. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this has to be muscle memory because like Sasuke just comes back with an aerial assault. He hits the drop kick from the top ropes. He even flies over the top ropes and does a tope, cone, halito, cedo, yeah. whatever the fuck it's called. Smack his head against the parquet floor or whatever else. But you, you know what the parquet floor is, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I don't know how that's pronounced. But anyway, um, how does he do it? How the fuck does he like manage to do flips at, while having a concussion? And this is the part where I was going to ask Mike how he felt when he had his concussion, but he just told us. Oh, dude, it's it's like you're you're in this like foggy dream days. state. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a dream state. Yeah. So like for me, it was I I had just taken a knee to the forehead, and I was like really concussed. It was in like Fairmont, West Virginia, and we're in, we're playing this like rugby tournament, right? Mm-hmm. And so like they they had scored its kickoff, and the uh, the ball gets lost in our dude's eyes. And so, like, the ball's bouncing around. So, rugby- Whose phone? Hold on. Somebody's phone is ringing. Get it off. I'm hearing all the vibrations. Sorry. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> and, and, like, keep, keep, it, keep so, it short. So, I, best I can. The ball gets lost in our, our guy's eyes. It bounces inside our 22. So, in football, think of the kickoff going into your 22. I grab the ball. I punt it as hard as I fucking can. And then I have to full-on sprint after it. Yeah. Right? So, concussion, sprinting as hard as you can, right? Sucks. Guess what? Bounces in front of their dude. I grab it one-handed. I take it to the fucking house. Score a try. We win the game. And you throw I immediately cr- I crawl off the field. And my, my, my captain comes up to me. He's like, you all right? I'm like, no, man. I think I have a concussion. I just really exerted myself. I'm going to fucking vomit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And comparatively, like I had a concussion in a car. Just some smack in my head. Oh, I forgot about that. We forgot That's the one that I had. That was really bad. No, no, you definitely had one in a game last year. Too. I, I probably did have one. Uh, hey, Cookie, what's your name? Match. Cookie, not your name, Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> that's my name. Damn it, it's that's real to me. Name. It's still real to me. <laughs> it's still real. To me. I had to walk up a flight of stairs, just a flight of stairs, while having a concussion in a dream state, and I said, "Yeah, that, that's I tough can't for you that. without a concussion." Two fifty. Listen to me, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what? If Cookie said his real name, like during concussion protocol, I'd be like, "No, he's not okay." See, <laughs> <laughs> it's not his name. Anyway, all right, number name. four. Talk about intestinal fortitude. I don't condone this, but Sasuke powered through what looked to be looked like to be a concussion. We don't know if it's a work or not. I'm assuming it is. Gave the crowd a pretty decent match. I'm sure this wasn't how it was supposed to go. I'm sure he had to change some spots on the fly, but the way it ended, it just looked like Sasuke was out of it. There was a spot where Ultimo had to basically roll himself up because Sasuke couldn't do it himself. I mean, they botched the side spread multiple times, um, but Ultimo came back, hits it three times, matches over. And I hope Sasuke got checked out. But it was <laughs> it was a phenomenal match. My honorable mentions, Sasuke's fucking crazy because after he gets knocked out, he hits a swanton bomb to the outside. He just gets to the top rope, literally does a swanton to the outside. Then he says, all right, you know what? I'm going to go back in the ring. I'm going to point to the heavens. And then I'm going to drop kick the same man outside the ring again. And the people are going fucking crazy. And I would be too if I was there. Um, but it was... These guys are just leagues ahead of their time. They're icons. I believe they would have thrived in today's wrestling world. I just think that they jumped into this match a little too fast, 
and it ended up hurting someone. Yeah. And that's that's the only thing that I have. That's my only gripe with this match. Now, Tolbert, you actually watched the documentary on Sasuke? Yes. Um, it was in all Japanese, though. So you were just... <laughs> <He's> just- <laughs> <laughs> so ever watched a 45-minute picture? <laughs> it wasn't dubbed the or entire- anything. It was like a 1922 I mean, it was, documentary. It was, it was subtitled. Oh, my God. All right, never mind. I thought I was going to get some history on Sasuke. All right, anyways... <laughs> he, he became a politician, anyway, blah, blah, blah. Yes, he did. And he's just a general badass, but... When he was in oh, politics, did he keep man. his mask on? He, he wore his mask everywhere to the point where, like, famously wears his mask everywhere. Like That's no so way, weird to like, me. Like, goes to the gym in his mask, goes to the farmer's market, whatever, in his little neighborhood in the mask. You know, wow. Around it That's pretty cool. Time. Like, not many people have seen him without them. No, Aaron, you may have a little bit more insight. I into don't. This. You don't? Okay. What, what are you going to ask? Ultimo and Sasuke, they both wear masks. That's t- Traditionally, that's Mexican. I have no insight. Like, I, I know what always, you're going to get. I always wondered why. Because I, I, I thought they were Mexican. Because I've, I've watched them <laughs> as kids. So I thought they were Hispanic because they wore their masks. Right. So, but I, I didn't know they were Japanese. Yeah, it's just a, it, it's it's a just wrestling a thing. thing. I, yeah. I didn't know if they had backgrounds in... Um, literally bring it all. Or I, like no, they both have have they do they have traveled do. to fact, to Mexico. I think his wife is actually a Latina. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh shit. Like I said, leagues ahead of their time. I'm gonna give this match three cookies just okay. because he should not have been in that match right. and he shouldn't have been wrestling. So also now on on the thing, if you wrestle with a concussion, that's minus one cookie. That is minus one cookie, <laughs> man. Because the whole time, just like Mike with the with the biting the heads, like I don't like watching people who are concussed try to wrestle. Well, dude, it was the, the whole uh, Kyrie Sane thing. Like, yeah, like yeah. as soon as she, she as soon as she got hit in the head, we were like. She's concussed. The next you know? 13 minutes, we're just like, this should not be happening. Like yeah. it makes you uncomfortable. Called a match. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All Aaron, right. Aaron's uncomfortable. Yeah, right well, now. I mean, like, as somebody that's had a lot of concussions that I should not have had, like hot, hot. Uh, See, that's from that's from fucking great. Hey, were you guys punching Aaron in the head before I got here? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's just I, I'm having flashbacks to all my concussions. the high spot uh tober got a you were taking a trip out west to (laughs) uh one of my favorite territories in professional wrestling elm street uh well by way of elm street we're going to memphis we're going to memphis baby uh tober got buddy landell against freddie freddie who you'll find out (laughs) yeah and my my first note it says oh this is actually freddie (laughs) krueger Because I look at the link, it's like, all right, Buddy Landell, the Nature Boy, you know, Memphis Star, you know, um, uh, who's Freddy? It just says Freddy. I'm like, who the fuck is Freddy? And then a guy in Freddy Krueger costume comes out. I'll give them credit. The mask is pretty legit. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I thought it was. I mean, for the time, I was he like, he looked better than I thought song. he would. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. He looked better than I thought he would. Right. So. Actual Freddy Krueger look like coming to the ring. Um, 
the first thing you notice is like the kids in the crowd, everyone's cheering for Freddie. So this had to have been after Freddie three or four, yeah. like when when Freddie got over. Freddie <laughs> Freddy got over right? is like not so scary. Yeah, so I'm, I'm watching this match. I'm like, all right, yeah, Landell, baby face, you know, he's nature boy. Hold on, can we can we talk about that? Like, what, I didn't understand the nature boy thing. So Buddy Landell was been, another nature yes, boy, and it, it, it's like a common name. There's Buddy, uh, Nature Boy, Buddy Landell. You've got Nature Boy, Ric Flair. You've got, I mean, the, the, there is a bunch of Nature like, Boys out there. But I feel like it's not as effective when no, no, well, you're yes, wrestling yes, Freddy Krueger. Yes, where you're going, but like in just in general, like it's not a, it's not a common thing you would think of. Right. It became a thing. I And it's a very common thing in wrestling now. And so Landell. Did it start with Buddy Rogers? It did. There may even been one before Buddy Rogers. Yeah. Jesus. And um, so, like Nature Boy, I, I don't even know like the terminology. It's, it's kind of an old school terminology. Yeah, I was just thing. confused like, by it, and so I didn't know if there was actual story behind it besides the fact that he just stole somebody's gimmick. But he he no, didn't been, really like no. he it's really was like a big deal. Yeah, like Buddy Landell in, in Southern wrestling in WCW in Smoky Mountain, he was a successful wrestler. He died a couple years ago, but he had a career. I think he even wrestled in WWF for a little bit. Like so, it it's not like. It held him back in a way that maybe it did, but it's just odd. Yeah, it is odd. But yeah, I, I appreciate but from a ten thousand foot view, it's odd to me. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, it's I also agree. around the same time period. Yeah, Rick as is coming Rick up Flair as well. Yeah. But uh, I love Memphis wrestling. All the hardcore fans love oh Memphis God. wrestling. I, it's hard to find someone that doesn't like Memphis wrestling. Oh, there, there, <laughs> there is like you have to appreciate just corniness. Like, like you do. Well, it's just the with the times and the demographic. Like uh, my, so I've got roots in Memphis. Really? Like, yes. Roots. So uh, my grandfather is from Mississippi. Lived in Mississippi, right outside of Memphis, right across the border. So I spent a lot of time there growing up and with my uncles and them. They were wrestling fans. Is that why you like 3-6 Mafia was, yeah, so much? Yeah, My grandmother was a wrestling fan. Like, so I grew <laughs> I up. He was going to say his grandma was a 3-6 Mafia. Not my grandmother. My, my grandmother. She likes Cody and Copser. <laughs> my grandmother's and great-grandmother's. Like my dad's grandmother's are wrestling fans. So I... Just slap on his nose. <laughs> I corn on the cow. Muffy up, Muffy, Muffy up. Oh, Grandma. <laughs> You're she's wild. Got, she's got a grill in her Grandma Tolbert ate so many shrimps, she got iodine poison. <laughs> oh, yeah, but love me some Memphis wrestling. So, anyway, there's a history of a lot of gimmicks of people wearing costumes. There's a Christmas creature. We've covered oh, that before. God. Uh, there's just a lot of just weird gimmicks, I guess, geared towards a younger crowd to try to get kids to come out to these matches. And, and, and I, I don't want to say it, but it, it, it's also kind of a thing, a more uneducated crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where the, Yeah, the, I, I wouldn't poor, say uneducated. Like, I'd say a more easily amused crowd. Uh, <laughs> I'm easily amused. <laughs> and I was very amused during this entire thing. Yeah, so... Anyway, uh, it's a Freddy Krueger lookalike, and he's he's trying to move like Freddy. He's got the claws and the hat. You know, of course, he removes those. Uh, you can't you can't use claws. Can we, can we talk about? Uh, you, you know, you you hear the Hogan pop, 
You hear the Road oh, Warriors man. pop. This is a Freddy pop. Freddy y'all, ever, y'all ever hear that Freddy pop? It was children screaming, Freddy, Freddy. The he was over. Time. Freddy was it, fucking it was over. over. so weird. To like, the point yeah, where he's, he's going to murder you. I, like, I don't think it was supposed to go that way. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. But it's kind of like they had to call it on a fly. Like, guess you're the baby face now. <laughs> Wait, so the guy that, like, kills children in their sleep exactly. and over. was murdered by a bunch of he adults. child molester. Because he molested yeah, yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then was burnt and then, like, you know, has ripped people apart in their dreams and... Yeah. and yeah, yeah, he's he's over. He's over. He's over. <laughs> the children love him. <laughs> but anyway, uh, buddy, he's uh, he's not too sure about this. No, I, I wouldn't be either, man. He's like, I got a headache, man. I got a. I can't do this, man. He was like, I don't feel too good. He's I, like, I don't think I want to wrestle this match. It was like the childhood equivalent of me trying to get out of school. Oh, I did that all the time. Yeah, like, man, I'm not feeling. Not too hard. feeling it. I got a headache. You got to test hurting. today, don't you? I'm hurting right <laughs> yeah. now. It's, I can't wrestle Freddy Krueger right now, man. He's been in my dreams. I've seen Dream Warriors. Uh, you know whose dreams he hasn't been in is uh, his manager, Ronnie Pease, because he has sleep apnea. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie P hasn't had a dream in over 50 years. Yeah, so oh, poor Freddy, Ronnie P. Freddy can't get him. Um, so. <laughs> but you know it will? <laughs> Obesity. Oh, Damn. God. Uh, and that hair, what is with that hair? Woo. I liked it, man. He's, he's definitely a, a character, right? It's something. And that, that's what Memphis so Ronnie, is all about. Ronnie P is Buddy Landell's manager. He's uh, he's raising a fuss because he has to wrestle Freddy Krueger. You know, no one's really feeling it, but they start the match. Uh, we'll call it a match. And uh, so, bell rings. We start off. Um, Freddy is making these swift Freddy Krueger like <laughs> movements. And he always does like this head tilt back because you can tell he's trying to see out of the mask. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, probably uh, get some air in there too. Let <laughs> yeah. let some of the air circulate because his neck's but, uh, hot. It's, it's, hot. It, it's almost like a weekend at Bernie's slash Freddy Krueger. It was weird <laughs> kind of movements. Um, but they just kind of dance around the ring for about three minutes, <laughs> I think. Um, and when we start to get some momentum, uh, Freddy just Freddie leaves. <laughs> he's just he's over it. Um, also, Freddie no sells every single punch. He's supernatural. Every single kick, every single offensive move. Uh, Freddie just no sells it. Right. Yep. Uh, we have some interference from Monty P the whole time trying to help out, trying to help out his boy. And uh, we get some arguments between Freddie and the ref saying, you know, stop the match. He's cheating. You know, we this is a I'm a child molester, but he's cheating. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's cheating. <laughs> cannot be right. Uh, so so he leaves right, and he enlists some help for his corner, which is uh, Jerry the King Lawler. That's do right. You, do you, uh, <laughs> do you guys think it's weird that the child molester? <laughs> Jerry Lawler. Uh, I didn't think about that, Mike. Fighting fire with fire. Because I did. Do you know what's funny? The guy who played Freddy is Doug Gilbert. And Doug Gilbert's the guy that famously shot on Jerry Lawler on that video that I sent you where he's like, oh, yeah. He's cutting the promo and he's like, well, at least it's not Jerry Lawler. He raped children. And you're like, and everybody's like, oh, my God. Like, it, there's like an audible, like, hush so in the crowd. So it's come full circle. Oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, I saw that and I'm like, hmm. Yeah. yeah. A, very, a very young Jerry Like, Lawler. likes, like. <laughs> so he's in Freddy's corner now to, uh, I don't know, assist him. He's out there all alone against these two guys. Uh, well, and that he does. He interferes. He does some heelish stuff. 
And that's the thing about this match is like Freddie's so over you don't quite know who the heel is, but they're both doing heel yeah. moves yeah, the whole it's weird. time. Um, and just dancing around. We finally get back to some we, we see a couple wrestling moves, you know, not too much. Um and then Freddie gets the claw on uh on the nature boy, and we think that's a wrap, but <laughs> Ronnie P managed to wiggle up into the ring to deliver an elbow to break up the tag. But Jerry's right there to say, hey, no, nah, man, this is supposed to be a fair fight. Bell rings DQ. Chaos ensues in the ring, right? Well, uh, some help arrives for the Nature Boy. It's the Wild Ones. Yep. Tag team bust in. They're right. like, hey, I'm going to help my buddy out. Uh, the crowd seems to like the Wild Ones. Yeah. They're, they're pretty over. Uh huh. So they're doing their thing. Chaos ensues. Well, <laughs> Jason <laughs> is not going to stand by and let Jay- his buddy uh, Freddie. Is this Jason Gilbert? Jason who? Who? What? This Jason? Jason. <laughs> Voorhees? Voorhees. <laughs> Comes out to help his buddy Freddie. Yeah, well. And clears you know, the ring. Yeah. Um, this it, is before, obviously, before Freddy versus Jason. Oh, I, 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 saw, yeah. I saw that shoot match. They, yeah. they, they, they clearly ended that. There I, was a heel turn I on saw, Freddy on that. I saw that movie in theaters. I did too. With my youth pastor. And that song is how the devil lost. <laughs> Can I say one of the, my, my biggest disappointments of your match, Tolbert? That? that Freddy's repertoire did not include the sleeper hole. Oh, that would have been great. Like, like if you great. can get into their dreams. It's simple he, storytelling that they lost. Yeah. I don't think he can maneuver to sleeper hold. Man, it was my, just my, weird. My, He's too loose. Honestly, I was watching is. this match the whole time. I'm going, and Jim Cornette hates <laughs> Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Right. This is like, silly. But he, he loves Memphis because that's it like his it. area. Yeah. But Jim Cornette hates Orange Cassidy. And right. then we got a fucking Freddy fucking Kruger ripoff. This is a common thing. He actually had a run with this. He took this to Japan. Like, he wrestled in this Freddy Freddy Kruger wrestled in Japan? Yeah. Costume. I, I might have to, <laughs> Freddy might be on the strong style soon. He's like, damn it. Look out, look out <laughs> for it. But, um, yeah, just interesting time, interesting match. Obviously, and, and this is a studio show. Uh, kind of like, you know, if you watch any NWA, it's old school studio. You have the podium. Uh, you have the crowd on one side, hard cam on the other. Um I mean, obviously, a lot of kids, you know, it's the height of the horror movie craze, you know, in the early 80s. But I don't know. Just a sign of the times. Uh, Tolbert, uh, give me your dream-like haiku. Do you, God, do you put my post-it. Oh, there it is. The, I, I would like to hear your... I just, a year into this, Tolbert still has not figured out the best way to take notes. I, I use my computer. This, this is the first time I've ever seen... Tolbert has a, a Microsoft... Surface, yes, and attached to that Microsoft service is a post-it note and a with, BevNap with his haiku. <laughs> I can write faster. Than Cookie uses his phone. Yep. Mike uses his his Surface tablet. Yeah. Tolbert uses a BevNap. I'm an analog and, and, guy. And, uh, <laughs> an analog guy. <laughs> and an envelope and a bunch of other random things. Tolbert Sometimes still hasn't figured out hand. exactly. A dime bag. Uh, <laughs> the best way to do this. All right, let, let me hear it. Freddie loves the kids. <laughs> so Jerry Lawler. Freddie loves with Lawler in his corner. <laughs> but he's not too sure. I got, I got a headache, man. I, I, don't, I don't know if I can wrestle this match. You know what? You know 
the real hero is this? Buddy Lindell did not want to wrestle a child molester, and that was that was he was standing up for what he believed in. No, yeah, you know what else is uh, seven syllables? Ronnie P's sleep apnea. <laughs> <laughs> I, every time I see that guy, I think. <sighs> <laughs> I, I feel bad for his wife having to to, to wake up to his dead body. Where, where that oh, like, where that jet fighter's CPAP machine? Oh. <laughs> Looking like Tom Cruise. Oh, and, uh, wow, what Top a high, what a high spot match. Um, and boys, sorry I didn't deliver. It's just been a week. It hasn't been very productive. <sighs> You'll be going. All we're asking, all we're asking you to do is, is to get high. Is, is, is we know you smoke weed. <laughs> That's not all we problem. need you to do is smoke that weed through random inanimate objects. Yeah, I just or uh, animate objects. Or animate objects. <laughs> Anything. Jordan, Jordan, all I need you to do take one of those New York strips you made me for my birthday. Butterfly it. Poke one hole in the Damn. side. Pack a fatty into the fatty into the butterfly. Uh, it was smoke a missed opportunity, and uh, and that's all you need to do. You could have bonged a steak, two dollar steak, Mister Bong. Everything's a bong. Everybody wins. We get followers. We get over synergy. Varnum Town Shrimp. Take all about, I, I think Mike would have questioned the holes gorge to do his. <laughs> no, honestly, if, if you sent me that content, I'd be like, worth it, worth it. Thank you for listening to Two Dollar Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. Uh, as always, follow us on, on social media at number two dollar steak underscore Instagram and Twitter, please, because we're not doing well because Tobert is not creating. Content. We are missing those free throws like Dusty Rhodes against the the uh, oh God. the Mecklenburg County Sheriff's Association, <laughs> <laughs> the Harlan County's teachers. <laughs> oh, guys, I, like when I made that gif. There was I had another one of Sting in a half shirt with no face paint on, also bricking like five in a row. <laughs> I wanted I was like, who would we get more or less traction with? Nobody, because nobody, nobody nobody cares, cares. about rest, uh, famous wrestlers being terrible at basketball. I thought it was the best thing in the world. It's Travis hilarious. loved it. I, I thought loved, it was hilarious. I love the Dusty Rhodes bricking. <laughs> up. I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's about right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to $2 Steak and listen to us next week. Subscribe to us and all that shit. Have a great week.